Are we ready? We're rolling, Davey Dave? We're We've been rolling. rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Get Into It. We don't have any guests today. It doesn't make me any less excited. You know what? I'm, I, I agree with that because, you know, the guests are cool and all, but what about us? What about you? What about us? Well, if you think about it, we're always what? We're always talking. Yeah. We're always talking to people about what inspires them. We're always talking about people's journeys. We're always talking about how they got there, what they did, what turns they took to end up uh, in their successful businesses. And, um, and that's great, but I think there's also the conversation of where we're at in the area of, you know, writing scripts, producing movies, raising money, putting your own films on, um, on digital platforms, which, you know, you gotta, you gotta know how to do that. You gotta know where to go. Yeah. Things have changed so much, right? There's formats that don't work on Facebook and IG and all oh, of yeah. these platforms. Yeah. Like you can't just put up anything. Uh-uh. You have to find a way to compress it, I guess? Or what do you do? Yeah, you have to use software. If, if you're like what I do, I'm, I use Premiere Pro. Yeah. Um, also, there's another um, editing program I use on my iPad. Yeah. And it compresses it. But you got to you gotta make it, uh, you have to render it like three times. Yeah. So, and then, it, so it looks perfect when YouTube or Instagram compresses it. Right. It'll turn out fine. And everything's changing fairly rapidly in the in the IG world too because there was a time when you could only post a minute right now there's that button where you're like view continue watching or whatever that's and IGTV and you can go so what is that what is IGTV what is that it's uh, you can post up to an hour yeah you can actually of, do a show content. now on yeah. Instagram can you believe that wow yeah that's I'm surprised cool. it didn't take I thought for sure when that came out it was going to take off because everybody's on Instagram yeah and watch things on Instagram, so I thought, this is genius. It's going to yeah. be, it's a platform that people are on, and if you can make, make a free. show, it's free. You make a little show on it, a scripted show. But then, All you it have to do hit. is upload. Yeah, that's it. All you got to do is hit continue. Yep. You get the taste of the, 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 the minute. You know, it's the hook, and you get in. At the end of the day, it's still about what interests viewers, right? Yeah. That content's got to appeal, especially on Instagram. And what's the story with Quibi? They had a Super Bowl commercial oh. talking about Quibi where it's 10-minute episodes on their uh, air. So check this out. Access Hollywood, where we work, the stage right next to us, literally, that we share, Quibi is building... Yeah, they're building... It's funny you say that. A they're studio? building a studio in there. And, and oh, wow. Yeah, like they're going to be doing... Rotten Tomatoes is going to do a show out of there. There's like a handful. It's like a little. They're buying everything yeah. I heard. And they're uh, going to do 10-minute shows. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. They yeah. need that. I haven't seen anything like that from one of those uh, services. Or Yeah, but again, like Instagram, I'm so, IGTV, I'm surprised it didn't hit because it's almost like. The reason that I just piece it together because I'm a genius. Yeah, you're a genius. That's, uh, tell us. that's why you're here. <laughs> so YouTube lets you monetize. IGTV. TV doesn't oh. let you monetize, yeah, yeah. but there is plans for monetization on IGTV oh, yeah. oh, there you go. this year. So, Has yeah. to be. so let pop. me just go back to Quibi. Yep. Quibi is Jeffrey Katzenberg's oh, right. uh, company. Yeah. Quibi is an upcoming American short-form mobile platform. They're headquartered here in Los Angeles. So it's 10-minute versions of whatever it is you're um, making. Yeah. They're now in the business of showing you stuff entire series that are only 10 minutes long. I heard that you can connect them so like you can have like one episode like a half an episode and then the next 10 minutes is the second the other half of the episode so you sense. can do that. Yeah. 
But um, but it is. I heard everyone's meeting with them. Um, I'm going to set up a meeting with them because I've got a couple of short form things that I think would really work for them. And uh, yeah, so that that's the future for that's sure. Ten minutes. That's like the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. it is. Is that really mm. the sweet spot? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, especially on your phone because you're not going to like a full movie on your phone's yeah. hardcore. Ten minutes, I could do. Mm-hmm. Nine minutes and fifty nine seconds, I'm in. <laughs> Ten minutes and one second, start dude. yawning. Katzenberg's on to something here with Quibi, and I think there's going to be a lot more platforms. Bottom line is, I think there's a lot of areas to uh, get your product sold. I think um, the key is going to be the pitch, the setup, and the delivery. Yeah. Davey Dave, as a social guy, question for you, Uh because I'm feeling like Robert's right here, old school. Yeah. Um, You know my Tutified videos I do, the hair stuff? Yeah. I still do the old school, like, 59 seconds, and then you swipe, swipe right? Yeah. Should I just change it up and go straight to, like, the minute, then the IGTV? Yeah, why not? Right? Do something cool. Put a little uh, intro. You know, do yeah. it up a little, a little graphic. You're yeah. fine. Okay. Be tight. Okay. You hear that, Robert? You I'm know what? Excited for you. I got you. You got me. I got you. Davey. He's got you now. Davey, Jeez. I got you, Dave. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. So, I want to get into putting your movie up for sale on the digital platforms like iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Prime. Yeah. I watch a lot of things on Prime, to be honest. Yeah, so do I. I don't do iTunes very often. Do you do iTunes? I don't either. And and they're the most expensive platform. But I want to, uh, yeah, I want to talk about this because I know that it's daunting. And you're probably wondering, how do you do it if you do a movie? You know, they'll even take shorts, which I'm going to try to put. um, Oh, yes. The the Fembalone on. on. That one's due for. Yeah, that one's due for a nice release, right? But um, so look, so I was taking my film and I spoke to Clay Epstein and I said, Clay. That's my guy. Yeah. I said, Clay from Film Mode. He's a foreign distributor. I said, hey, buddy, would you help me get my movies up on Amazon or on iTunes? And he said, yes, I'll help you. I said, great. So he sent me a link. <laughs> this, is how, <laughs> this is how he helped me. He sent me a link to quiver.com, Q-U-I-V-E-R.com. Not to be confused with Quibi. A lot of Qs, right? But Quiver is a place where you can go, and for a fee, they will put your movie on these platforms, and you can keep track of how much money it makes, and that money will come directly to your account. To your so you're film investing account. in your own movie. You're putting it up. You're investing, and you are um, collecting all of the revenue. I like that. For a fee, I think there's other ways of doing it. But I, what I found really interesting about this site is I it was easy to use. Yep. You go to it. You you uh, open an account. You put in your movie. You put in how long it is, what you, year it was made, and then you pick the territories that you're going to release it in. Right now, I'm releasing in 76 territories. Okay. 76 territories. You can release it in multiple languages. Well, what, how do you the territories? What do you how do you how do you pick the territories? The U.S. Yeah, Latin America, Europe, Russia. It's all these territories. It's not. We're not talking about extreme amounts of money. I'm going to tell you how much in a second. But the main retailers are Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, and Microsoft. Okay. All right. There's something else Quiver offers, which I think is pretty remarkable. Is if you want to sell your movie. To Netflix, 
In Demand, Hulu, oh, wow. Comcast, DirecTV, Dish, Hoopla, yeah. Voodoo, right? They have them on here. You could actually submit. Watch. Go to Netflix. It says here, Netflix Pitch, minimum content requirements. It gives you all the requirements. Yeah. It tells you what they're accepting, new release content, film release from a, from a major festival. tells you what might help you to get in. Get it picked up, right? Wow. What's cool about this is that you pay Quiver and they will submit it for a potential sale to Netflix. Yeah. Okay? So you don't have an agent. You don't know how to get it in. Yeah. You don't have the contacts. They play your agent. Quiver will do it for you. That's pretty dope. I think it's pretty cool. So let let me keep going. So I moved forward with one of my projects and I picked Amazon, Google Play, and iTunes. Now, the cost... For me to get it up there is three thousand bucks. Okay, seventy-two territories. Okay, now it says choose the territories. If you're listening, just go to Quiver and follow along. Maybe see. So North America, Europe, Asia, South America, Central America, Australia, and Africa. So I don't know that I'm going to do all of those because right. I don't have subtitles for all of these. Right. I don't want to put up a movie and just because it's going into a territory, think that I'm going to make money. So I don't want to spend money there. But right. some, something like La Femme Balloon. Yeah, Ooh. La Femme Balloon might be, Balloon. Yeah, considering yeah. it's not in English, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you pick your territories. Look, North America, Europe, for sure. Yeah. Right? The rest of these you can pick and choose. Australia. Latin America. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Australia, I'd pick. That's yeah. one or two territories. Then it says, what are the requirements? Here's where it gets interesting, right? Because you're going to have your, what, 70-minute movie, 75-minute movie, 80-minute yeah. movie, up to 90-minute movie. It's going to ask you what you have. Do you have the feature? Yes. Do you have a 5.1 audio or a 2.0 audio? You're probably going to have a 2.0 because that's stereo. Right. They're okay with that. Uh, do you have a trailer? You're going to need it, right? Because yeah. people are going to want to see what your movie is before they buy it. Right. Um, the trailer's got to have two-point audio. Now, here's the cool thing is to release in Latin America, you have to have subtitles. Right. So my English movie has to be in Spanish. They're going to subtitle put it subtitle it for me. That's awesome. The Latin subtitles are 686 bucks. Um, now, closed captioning is by law necessary yeah. so that people with uh, hearing impairments and stuff can actually enjoy your movie. Right. So you have to have a closed caption version of anything that you sell. Right. They'll closed caption it for me right here for 441 bucks. What I figured out is that my posters were made to be seen in a theater. Yeah. And if you try to look for the poster that I made on... Netflix or on Amazon, you're not going to be able to see what it's about because it's busy. It's yeah. supposed to be big. So I've gone back to Lauren Garza, who's my poster guy. He's been my poster guy for 25 years. Yeah. And I said, we've got to do a sick, small version yeah. of a poster is that why so the that people po- can is watch that why, it. Like, when I go on, because I don't watch TV, I don't watch movies, the, 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 tra- the movie posters on there are pedal. Have you noticed that? On which one? They're small. On, yeah, and they're not like, you, you see it and it's not what you, it's not the one that oh, you're yeah, familiar yeah. with. It's like, uh, it's like 200 by 200 pixels. Yeah, and pixels. it's almost like a picture and it says the title. It's just like, a thumbnail. 
Yeah, it's a thumbnail, but it's like, what? That's so I have, to, I have yeah. to create thumbnails. But look at these. These are the examples. The perfect human diet. If you're laying in bed and it's yeah. a little teeny poster on your TV, it's a piece of meat with a fork in it yeah. with a big title. Yeah. The cove, you could see dolphins, dolphins running dolphins. out. And then inside job, he's standing on a ton of money. Yeah. Right, so these were these were my exa- <laughs> <laughs> these were the examples that I sent to Lauren yeah. and said, "Dude, I got to come up with something like this." Let's see what they came up with. Well, you know what's really cool, and look, I think the theme to this show is don't be stopped. Yeah, because a lot of times these things seem daunting. Like you're sitting there going, "Like, oh my god, now I have to change the art. I already created my poster. Yeah, this sucks, right?" But in reality. Uh, what I did, Ooh, yeah. What that's I did, damn dope. yeah. So what I did is I was at a screening of Almaraz at Mola the other night, yeah. And I was talking to the editor and talking to the graphics guy that helped me on that show, yeah. And I was like, oh, I have to release on on Amazon, and I have to change. And they were coming up with ideas, and they were like, What about a cutout of the Target, <laughs> the human target with a Riverside Police Department badge on it, and the holes in it, and blood coming out? That's yeah. tight. Right. So I thought that's very cool. So they designed this and sent it to me. I'm going to pay him a couple hundred bucks just for doing that. Now I'm going to send this to Lauren, which I already did. And Lauren said, I know exactly what to do. Nice. And by the way, they did a great job, he said. So now he's going to go create the artwork for Amazon and Netflix and all that. So when I put this up, it's got all the proper information. Mm-hmm. You can look at it and realize, oh, it's a police, uh, police movie. It's a true crime thing. There's obviously people going to be murdered and shot because there's, you know, uh, shots through the police uh, badge, you know, and there's some, and it's a police story. So that's cool. Yeah, I can sell that. You <laughs> you dope. can help me sell that too. All right, cool. That is dope. So I am going through the process of putting my film up, and I don't have all the things. I'm a producer. I've been doing this for 20 years, but I don't have all the answers. I don't have the closed captioning. I don't have the Spanish subtitles. And Quiver can make it all work by just one fee. So I'm going to tell you the fee just because I find it to be relatively economical. Yeah. It's, well, it's also to put it uh, in your mind to budget that. Yeah, you got you, oh, yeah, that's a really good point, David Dave. You got to budget or you've got to go to your investor and say, "Look, Raise when we're done, if for some reason we can't yeah. make the big sale or we're not happy with the offers, yeah. let's do it ourselves, but we're going to need the marketing money and we're going to need to put it up on this platform and to do everything I told you, to get the closed captioning, to get the subtitles, and to get everything up there, it's approximately three grand. Mm-hmm. That puts me on iTunes, that puts me on Google Play, and it puts me on Amazon Prime. Nice. Now, would you do Would you do any of your other movies on here? I'm going to put every one of them up here. You are? Nice. Yeah, this is my experiment. I've never done this on my own. That's a good movement. Yeah. Yeah. This is an experiment. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to market it. David Dave's going to help me. We're going to do a lot of stuff through IG since it's more economical. And in yeah. Riverside, where I live. And in Riverside. So people will be more interested and, and, and want to check it out. Um, you know, look, if you're a filmmaker and you're at home and you're not connected uh, to, the, to what's happening out in the world, like, I'm not, right? I'm not. But I called somebody. They told me about Quiver. I checked out Quiver. I'm pretty satisfied with the, what they're offering for yeah. me as a filmmaker. That's not bad, yeah. And I'm willing 
to put my relationships in the industry and the people that I know and Davey Dave. And, you know, I'm willing to sort of say, look, I think we can do well on our own with this. We just have to get the word out to the types of people that would watch a true crime story. That's, by the way, it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, so when I put it out there and people go to watch it, I am certain that people are going to love it. Right. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, wow, why didn't I see this before? I never heard this story. Titty is sending me. I didn't, I'm showing you. Fool. Titty. Titty. <laughs> Sorry. Titty. Titty is sending me. No, I'm showing you something. My name is Tootie. Foo. Oh, man. Sorry. Tootie is showing me a picture of a tomato can, soup can, with bullet shots in it, and it's leaking blood. Okay, it was similar to. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny that I had nothing to do with coming up with the idea for mine, and somehow it looks just like yours. Interesting. That was that was the movie we were going to make. Interesting. Called uh, Santana. Is that a deck that I that I was involved with? <laughs> <laughs> yes, fool. I sent it to you. That's back pretty then. cool. So look, goes to see, goes to show you how much he looks at my email. Hey, guess like, what? Um, great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah, mine so, was uh, two years ago. But go so ahead. Quiver, high concept only. Yeah, high concept. Only. I, that shit is high concept. I'm all about high concept. So no, Quiver <laughs> is a great companion to your movie yeah. when you release it on your platform that you're guaranteed. Yeah. To release on, which is a great one, and we don't want to mention that until yeah. it's time. But you, you already have a platform to release on, so you can add yeah. Quiver to that. Yeah, um, this is a big step for you because technology doesn't hurt that much, right? It's pretty no. help, pretty helpful. It, it is totally helpful, is. and yeah. you I, I, look. I think we've come to the point in filmmaking where you can trust a lot of these websites because they've been doing it for a long time, and now they happen to be offering it. Yeah, through an online service, right. they the Quiver right. is part of another company that's I believe it's called Premiere. I used to use Premiere to do this, but I used to go to them and deliver everything by hand. Now everything's yeah. automated, so you can go online, you can put it up. They're offering you these services that I used to go have to ask for. Yep. You can just go right there and order them, pay for them, and you've got your stuff. But the one other thing I wanted to talk about there was another one back in the day called Distriber. You remember that one? Hearing about that one? It would distribute your movies for you, but I think they got pinched for something. Like it was, it was like a racket, <laughs> like stealing people's money. Yeah, yeah. Look, most distributors are not great distributors. I'm not going to lie. Mm. It's not anyone's fault. It's just that the market is set up in such a way that when you go out and spend good money on a movie, and then you put it out for distribution, you know sometimes it doesn't work out. I'm I'm going to say something, and I may not leave it in the show, but look. Think about this. There's lots of bottom feeder distributors yeah. Yeah. that are out there going, give me your movie, give me your movie. I'm going to create some artwork and create a killer trailer. They tell you your artwork sucks. They tell you yeah. your trailer sucks. Yeah. And then they say, I'm going to take it to Cannes. I'm going to take it all, and we're going to make, you know, I don't know, a million dollars. Yeah. million dollars. And you're like, this is awesome. Let me just give you an idea of how I see the business working from a lower level distributor's point of view. Now, if you're a distributor and you're going to AFM and you're taking 20 brand new first time films to the market and making them available overseas everywhere else in the world. You take these 20 movies, you gave people the impression that a high number yeah. could be a million bucks. But a low number could be in the 200s mm-hmm. or even the 100s. Yeah. 
They come back from AFM. You have a bill for about $3,500 just for them taking your movie. You have a bill for $7,000 for creating your artwork and trailer. Right. And then they have a 20% charge on whatever they sell for you. Right. Okay. So they've got... So what do you got now? You got about 10000 You're 10000 into it. Now, you don't have to pay it, right? Because yeah. they're going to deduct it from what they give you. Right. You got, 10, 000, you got 10000 of in services that they're providing so far. Uh, if they did a poster, you're into it for twelve five. Now, they went and they come back very sorry because they only sold $150,000 worth of your movie. Okay? Or yeah. $100,000. let us say 100000 just to make it an even number. Yeah. Now, they've got to deduct $12,500 from your 100. Yep. Then they've got to deduct their 20%, which comes off top. So their 20% is 20,000 yeah. plus your 125. That's now 325. Yeah. Um and whatever other expenses they had, maybe they just gave you 50 grand, maybe. That's just benefit of the doubt. They just gave you 75,000. Yeah. Now they go, okay, you know, we got another market. It might work out. But do you think the distributor is not going to pick up new movies for the next market? Do you think these take, he's only going to take or she is only going to take the 20 films? No. No. They're picking up they pick films. up another 10 or 20. Yeah. And guess what sells in first position? The new ones. The new ones. Okay, yeah. now, this is the final mathematics, and no one else has to do any more math <laughs> after this. So... Four if plus you've four got is ten, eight. no. If you've got ten movies, and the distributor just made twenty thousand per film on the low end. By the way, sometimes they can charge you up to thirty percent. Yeah. On the low end, twenty thousand per movie times ten movies. How much is that? It's two hundred thousand. Okay. So if they took twenty movies, that's four hundred thousand dollars that they just made plus whatever they make off of the additional little services they're doing. Yeah. Plus you're paying them to go to the market. Yeah. Which means they're not paying anything. So get into distributing. So now yeah. they're looking at maybe they've made five hundred thousand dollars in that one quarter off of all of the movies, new movies they took. What incentive do they have to keep trying to sell your movie? They just made it all. They got to go get new movies so they can make another five hundred grand. <laughs> That's true. Scammers. Fuck. You, but it's not their fault. It's the way the business is set up. And maybe they have the best intentions. Maybe they really do believe they're going to sell for a million dollars. But if look, if you're selling to the same countries every time. And you're like ten thousand to you, twenty thousand to you, uh, seven thousand to you. You know all these little deals that they're making that accumulate to. All of a sudden, you're left with like I got to come up with new movies, otherwise I'm yeah. going to show up at a market with all the stuff I tried to sell them last market. And they're going to be like, we already done these. What do we do? That's doing? right. Like, well, I don't. Why so, am I here? I don't look. I don't want to get neg on this, but this is a great show to show the difference between. I'd rather take my chances with yeah. Quiver. I can release in seventy-two territories. So you're you're knocking out on the my man. own. You're knocking out the middleman like with this. Well, there's no more film, right? You're not gonna you're not gonna sell it theatrically. You're not gonna get it put in theaters unless you did unless you won can. Yeah. Unless you won Sundance. Yeah. So now I'm saying, well, if that's all they're doing, then I'm gonna spend. I'm gonna tell the investors, hey guys, let's put together twenty thousand bucks and let's release this film properly ourselves. You go on Quiver, you put up your movie, yeah. and then you find people that have large fan bases that would connect with your film yeah. and have them recommend that movie. Now, look, they can watch it first. They don't have to just recommend it because you gave them 
you know, some money. They can watch it and they could say like, dude, this is amazing. And then you could change distribution for yourself, possibly. What I'm saying is I've put out movies with distributors and what I just explained happened to me and I got like five grand. Really? And then I never saw another dime. And people spend millions of dollars on these films, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's 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 scary. It's nerve wracking. It's disappointing. And then on top of that, some of these distribution companies go out of business and keep your movie. Wow. Oh shit. And they don't pay you. So be careful. Don't sign yeah. a deal for twenty years. So go to Quiver. I don't know. I think Quiver. Three G's for Quiver. Look, I, I mean, a, it's a good tool. I yeah. think Quiver's a, a really interesting resource. I'm going to use it, and I'm going to report back. But. What I just explained about distribution, and I'd love for Clay to come on and tell me I'm wrong, Yeah. but I have been part of, yeah, yeah, let's get a whole bunch of new movies. They all get sold for whatever they get sold at the first market, and then they're forgotten because there's no good business as a distributor and a small distributor if you're not coming up with new product every market. So when they say, I'm going to sell your film for three years, for two years, it's not true. They're not going to keep showing your film market after market after market when everyone already saw it. Yeah, Quiver is a great shot if you want to see who's watching your movie. Yeah, exactly. Find out who's paying for it, what territories are paying for it, and maybe if you're an investor and you are smart, you put away $100,000 and you start targeting the territories that are doing well for you, that are interested in whatever it is. In this case, it's true crime, and I'm going to be watching really carefully to see... That's smart. You know, where you're I kind of taking money. Your, you're taking your product into your own hands then. Yeah. You're putting it out there. You're, get, you're getting feedback, and then you're saying, okay, these are the places that like it. Now, can you go to buyers there, or you don't even need to because it's already there, right? No, you have to do anything. Now, look, if you're listening and you're like, I don't want to go through the hassle of releasing my own picture, if you go to Quiver, you can submit to Netflix, you can submit to Hulu, you can submit yeah. for a potential sale. I'm not going to do that because I believe I've already, I've already done that. So I'm going to release it, and we're going to see, uh, we're going to see what happens. But... Look, check out Quiver.com. They are not sponsoring the podcast. but They should. (laughs) I'm really really, uh, excited excited about it. it. Yeah. And and I'm looking forward to putting every movie that I have available in my library of films that I've done over 25 years. How many you got? I've got 18 movies, but I don't know know how many I own. Okay. So that was pretty cool. So not everyone is in a position to release their film. Everything that you are learning or at least hearing about on this podcast right now are things that you are going to need. Artwork, poster, maybe change that poster for your release on Amazon and uh, trailer and um, Google, a trailer, all broadcast quality, stereo sound, closed captioning there by law. You need to have closed captioning. It's not expensive. Quiver will take care of it for you. Subtitles. You have to have subtitles because when you watch a film on Amazon, sometimes people lower the sound because people are going to sleep. They just read the words. You got to have your subtitles in there. Quiver will take care of it. You want Spanish subtitles? Quiver will take care of it. So there's lots of things that you're going to need. It's not just going out and making the movie. I know that's really exciting and you feel like you're getting it done and it's awesome and then you're out of money and then you're like, oh, where am I going to get the money for all this stuff? Just prepare your investors. Tell them there's going to be more. There's going to be delivery items. There's going to be things that you need to get this film released. So um, what I want to talk about is where you are with Made in Mexico because you've run into 
some quicksand. A lot of quicksand. A lot of yeah. quicksand. It was cut in After Effects, and we were told that it would be converted into Premiere Pro, which it's impossible, although they're both Adobe. Uh, so I'm kind of stuck. I was going to do Trace Cut, you know what I mean? But the, my editor doesn't want to, you know, he's, he's, I think he's over it. He's done with it. So I was really stuck. I was really fucked. And I was like, well, I almost like threw up my hands because how many months am I in now? Nine? And I'm like, well, I guess this is it. You saw the movie. The movie's good. It, it just needs a little bit of work. It needs a professional to come in and polish it. That's what it really needs. Look, at this point, I would say it doesn't even matter if it's good or bad. Yeah. What you want to do is make the best movie you can make with the footage and tools that you have. So um, with that said, Roberts, you ended up helping me out a little bit. And you told me about somebody a long time ago that I should talk to. And I was like, well, you told me in the beginning to go to this guy. And so I sent him the movie. I sent him the, the, the cut. And he really liked it. Um, and he said, yeah, there's a couple things that we could do here. The tricks that I know as being an editor in, in this business for as many years and as many movies. And he's a professional. That's what this guy does. You know what I mean? He, does, he doesn't do makeup like me. He doesn't do this or that. He, does, he, he edits films. So I was excited about it, and then you saw him, and you told him my situation, and then you told him who was involved and everything that was happening with it. And uh, my next conversation with him was like, okay, let's, uh, let's sit down and have a beer. So I'm meeting with him on Sunday. Uh, I haven't discussed the price, but it sounds like he's re- – thank you, love. Uh, this is Dos Equis, right? Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> he um, – so I'm going to meet with them on Sunday. We're going to discuss. We're going to discuss it, but he seems to be into it, and I'm really excited about it because well, he's editors win Academy Awards for their work. You should be careful about taking on a film, right? Because you have to finish it. You yeah. have to finish it well, and you have to make sure that that film is available. That if for some reason you get into a car accident or you're unavailable, yeah. or you move to Canada that I can then hand it over to another editor yeah. so that that editor can then go, oh, I got it. I can, I, yeah, yeah exactly. let me help you. Exactly. Not, oh, I'm not going to work on it anymore, and now all of a sudden you're, you're faced with having to do a lot of the work over again, yeah. which is very complicated. That was your situation. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. looked at those files like the first day, and I was like, yeah. ooh, this is backwards. Yeah, yeah. But, again, like, you know, I know, I know a lot of filmmakers who are writer, directors, and editors – and they they totally have you know which I this year my my New Year's resolution even though it's February is to learn how to cut I'm gonna learn how to cut because I was talking to my buddy and he was telling me like dude I'm not gonna become an editor but I'm gonna learn to cut so I can at least put my vision out on a timeline for a professional editor to come in and go okay you have to do what you have to do to get your movies made sometimes you get someone who says I got you. And they actually do got you. True. Very that, true. That doesn't happen yeah. that often. But sometimes someone like Rich Alarcon, who is my guy, yeah. if I say I've got to do this by a certain amount of time and this is the money I have, he says you got it. And he does it. And yep. I get it. And I'm able to do what I'm, as a producer, what I have to go do to sell or to raise more money. Right. Yep. So I need the editor who, again, yeah. these guys are recognized for their work. 
but they have to know what they're doing. They have to know what you're up against, and they can't leave you in a lurch. You have to be able to rely on them to give you their best advice. You know, I've, I've been in a room with editors that say, like, hey, I don't like your cut. I don't like what you're telling me to do. Yep. And the director kind of has to listen to the editor because that's the person that does this yeah. on a regular basis. So you have an argument about it, and ultimately you have to sort of go, okay. Punch somebody in the face. Punch someone in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't send someone in to do Tootie's job that doesn't know how to do Tootie's job. Yep. So all I'm saying is... There are people coming out of AFI. There are people coming out of film school. There are people coming out of assistant jobs on big films that are looking for their break. Yeah. And those are the people you should be looking at. Yeah. Because anyone doing you a favor that doesn't have that heat, doesn't have that excitement for themselves, doesn't need the credit. Yeah. Right? And halfway through it decides that you didn't shoot a good movie, so therefore their energy's gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. I've done... Quite a few films, documentaries, scripted, non-scripted, the works. And I swear to God, every single time I run into the problems that you're talking about. Every time someone cuts on some program that I can't get over to Avid and it's got to be recut or, you know, or the editor is like, all of a sudden I can't get a cut when I'm asking for the cut. The only thing is, is that, look, I'm a seasoned producer and I will not be stopped there's, you can't have any feelings in this business. No, there can't be like, oh, I couldn't deliver. I know I said the full cut, but here's 10 minutes of it. I've had that happen. And I've shown up at that person's house an hour later and picked up every drive they had. Yeah. And taken it somewhere else. And what did they tell you? Were they like, no, no, I'm going to do it. I just In some up. cases, they never speak to me again. In some cases, they have an excuse for why they didn't do it. Are they ever and like, some, man, I'm sorry, I fucked up? Yeah. Sometimes people do tell the truth. Yeah. They're like, you know what? I'm just not in, not in, the, in the right mindset to to do what I said I would do, and it can be done. But you're, you know, and then you leave, and you both decided that it's not going to happen. But how much time do you waste, though? But you at don't the end of the of day, time. but at the end of the day, sometimes it's just me who cares. That's at the true. end of the yeah. day, there's yeah. no one else there. So when I pick up those drives, yeah, I know. I almost feel relieved that I have the movie and that I get to do what I want with it. I'm not going to be held hostage. Yeah. 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 I'm a little on fire today. You are on fire. I like this. You are on fire. Um, but that's, that's real talk. That's some good shit right there, Roberts. I like that. Well, we all have to get it done. You all have to be out there making your films, delivering your films, getting people to help you for no money or some money yeah. or a promise of the profits or whatever. Yeah. But don't be stopped. That's no. the theme of this show. Don't be stopped. Yeah. Get out there. Get it done. I'm moving. Mo- Sunday, I'm going to get some info. And then we're going to have a movie here pretty soon. Well, I'm looking I forward to seeing it. I sent it over to, to Clay. It. I sent it to Clay and Sammy. I said, look, this isn't the final cut, but it's pretty damn close. Just so you can get familiar with it. Um, you know, and like I said, Rich, who I'm meeting with on Sunday... He, he, dude, he was like, dude, this is great. He goes, you just need music and sound. and Let's really get into not being stopped on Made in Mexico. Yeah. And let's move towards finishing that thing. We're going to work on uh, getting uh, my films up on these platforms, and I'll keep reporting back as to how we're doing. And we need some high-concept pitches. I'm all about the high-concept, Davey Dave, over here. What's I know. a high-concept? 
I have no idea. You tell me high concept. Okay, Robert. here's a high concept for you. Oh, I got it. They extract. I knew it. They extract it. the DNA from a dinosaur bone, and then they create a dinosaur, and they create a, a theme park. A theme park where all those dinosaurs live, and everything goes wrong, and the dinosaurs escape, and, and they the dinosaurs start escape. People. Now that is high concept. Like that's that. more like a Western, I no, think. No, dude, that's know? a high-concept pitch. Because I was able to tell you in 10 seconds or less. Yeah, that's longer than 10 seconds. It was, it was 15, but okay. no, no matter what, take if I is. can tell you, take hey, it is. Take it is. My son started singing, take it easy. Take it easy. Take it But that, that's high concept. That's high concept. But um, if you can think of anything that you can tell in, a, in a, a 30 seconds or less, I was at dinner about something unrelated. Yeah. And we were getting up to leave. Paying the bill. See you later. It was good to see you. Hey, yeah. what are you guys working on next? Well, it's really funny. We were... Mario and I were talking today. We're, we're thinking about doing a movie called Feliz Navidad. Big smile on the dude's face, and it's about a single dad lost his wife on New Year's uh, on Christmas Eve. Hates Christmas, and uh, it's about how he finds love again. I'm in. That was it. That's Sold high it right concept. there. Shook hands. Peter Marietta wrote it. Yeah. Potential deal Peter at Marietta lifetime. Thing. Well, we didn't have a guest today, but we definitely got into distribution. We got into not being stopped. We yeah. talked about Quiver. The expanding universe of Ashley Garcia coming to Netflix next week. Next, next week? week? Oh, I'm gonna have to binge it. It's February 17th. 17th, and you know what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about music for your movie. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because Rich, uh, who's gonna come on board to do the polish, he need he he edits music videos, and oh, yeah? he was saying how like I love music in the note, yeah, in the notes, he was saying like. You didn't. Your editor didn't use music to like. You know that's a in, important thing. So I'm actually going to use extreme music. I'm going to recommend it to him, and if he says, "Hey, pick the music you like," I'm going to go on there, and I'm going to find the music that I think those scenes work for, and right. then I'm going to send him that the music as like a filler, right? Because Joel's going to do my music. First of all, you're going to tell Rich that he's using extreme music. <laughs> then he's going to use extreme music. Yeah, and then he's going to tell Joel, you're using this too. No, and then you're going to pick your songs for the different scenes, yeah. the feel. Yeah. Rich is then going to go to those folders, put those extreme music songs and composers into the movie, and I've got money, $50 bet right here, that you use a large number of those cues because that's how good the music on extreme music yeah i believe is. it i've listened to it there's times where i'm just chilling at home and i put it on and just start dude listening to i was uh, you look, can go down a rabbit hole dude you can uh, spend hours hours, though. hours. yeah dude it's two o'clock in the morning i'm like going oh my god it's two o'clock in the morning i've been listening to music for four hours i used to do that all the time yeah. and you know what's crazy is i look i don't i didn't know russ before he came on the Which podcast. So crazy. I thought you guys were friends. No, I, I didn't so know him at all. I just used extreme music. But I will say that my intent when I did the Porsche project, I didn't intend to use every single cue from extreme music. I intended to put in what I liked and had a, and have a composer then write the music. Yeah. Uh, so that it was it was just going to be an example. I used every every even my theme song every song. In Love and Betrayal right. is extreme music 
cue. Every single song. There's not one song in there that's not extreme music. Did I intend on doing that? No. Yeah. So that'll give you an idea of how good these composers are and how great their libraries are because I searched, I found, I created the bins, and then I put them in. I even cut in some of the songs myself. Sometimes I would sit there at home, I'd find songs, and I would put them in the movie myself, not perfectly, yeah. but when the editor came in the next day, the music was already laid in, so he right. could just you know, edit it in. Just mess with it, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, extrememusic.com for all your music needs. Yeah, I would check that out. Yeah. And, and we got a bet, 50 bucks. 50 bucks it is. That's kind of high. It's 50 bucks that you'll use a third, that a third of the extreme music cues will not go away. I mean, I believe that I will, but I don't know. 50 bucks, that's blood money. I'm pretty sure uh, Russ is going to make you a deal, too. Pretty sure. Okay. 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 Hey, take it easy. Take it easy. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Let's Get Into It. And don't be stopped. Go do your thing. And we'll see you next time. Was a bad Davy Dave.